I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Last time on Join the Party. The crew is hired by Commander Vineyard as privateers for the Crags. He suspects that there's something strange in the hold of an overstocked freighter, which is passing by his outpost. And they usually don't do that because there's the boiling reef. The commander also doesn't trust the first crew he hired for the job. One, because the High Roses are kind of rapscallions. And two, Troy is there and he's going to give a job to Troy. The heist is on! Cammy and Havana pretend to be stuck on a sandbank in the boiling reef and flag down the freighter to hitch a ride. While that's happening, Nani sneaks up on the High Roses, who are a polycule, and electrocutes them with her new whip tentacle. While that's happening, Troy and Umbi sneak onto the back of the ship, but resort to breaking heads in. That's pretty easy, since the sailors on the freighter all have their brains exposed and are housed under tiny greenhouses. Troy and Umbi find a mysterious door in the hold. When they try to open it with a key, all they see is the ocean behind the boat. And they decide to jump through it, which just kind of puts them right in the ocean. The guards with the greenhouse brains notice something is going on with Cammy and speak and all move menacingly together. The best part of the heist is when the heist is broken. Let's get the party started. It doesn't seem like anyone here is who they say they are. Let's start with you. And I need everyone to roll for initiative, my friends. No. Oh, no. Whee! Scree! Okay, what is my nice. dexterity? If I remember, not very good. Dirty 20 for Amanda. I'm rolling Big Chongus. He's the only one who did not betray me last time. Thank you, Big Chongus. Big Chongus. 
I rolled a 14 minus 1 for a 13. Thanks, Cammy. That's not great. That's great. It's fine. I mean, it's it's pretty good, Brandon. I rolled a 16 plus 2 for 18. Oh, that's why you're saying it's not that good. I see. <laughs> no, it was more like an empathetic, like I was reaching out digitally to Julia and saying, my friend, I'm sorry that you rolled kind of average. <laughs> my, my friend. My friend. Do you want me to return the gesture for you no. 90% of the time, Brandon? No, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are really hamming up this episode now on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon, you rolled a three. I'm so sorry, Brandon. <laughs> oh, no, that would be awful, Julia. It's such a... I don't want that at all. No, thank. <laughs> cool. I think we should go in order. Let's figure out how this whole thing resolves itself by going in order. Hey, Amanda, Ambi, those are pretty good rolls. But unfortunately, the person who goes first is the trade wins three. The boat? The boat's going first, my <laughs> boat's friend. Going first. <laughs> I can roll an issue forever I am. Hold on. Oh, actually, I'm going first. I rolled a 23. I'm going to sip my cold brew and give you all, once again, an opportunity to Venmo <laughs> me $5 for a clue. <laughs> Man, do you just have a $5 bill that you can hand to your husband right No, now? it has to be digitally with Venmo so I can take a screenshot of it. <laughs> if it's PayPal, is PayPal okay? <laughs> I don't have Venmo anymore. I take Zelle. I take Venmo. I take Cash okay, App. Cool. <laughs> All right, and then I put Fuzzy Kribo in defense mode, and I end my turn. And now it is the Tradewinds 3 with a 21 that is pulling out away from the sandbar of the Boiling Reefs and trying to speed away. So that means anyone who might be, I don't know, holding on to the boat in some sort of precarious way, you please just make a strength saving throw for me. Eric, that's silly. Who would do that? Everyone knows the power of friendship can outweigh the fastest ships and the most boiling seas. Oh, interesting. That's true. Let's see how that works. Does an 11 match up with that? <laughs> how about a four? Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> oh, Brandon, I'm so sorry. An 11 such a middling score. Are you okay? Are you going to make it through this episode now? Thank you so much for your concern, Julia. Incredible. All right, Cammy, you throw up an arm and you're hard stepping through the wind that's being blown by all of the greenhouse sailors with their exposed brains. Yeah. And one arm, it, you look back and you see that the high rose pirate that's still holding on to the banister has one arm flung off and is holding on just by their little fingies. Also, zoom back to the side of the boat. Umby and Troy, you hear... As this freighter tries to make a quick getaway, you are holding on only by a hand. <laughs> As you splash and, like, skip on the water, trailing behind the boat. Mm-hmm. Like a really smooth rock. Wow. it's a good image. Cool. Thanks. Thank God that Umbi uses so many salves and creams. Otherwise, he wouldn't skip as well. <laughs> That's true. He's, he's uh, very aerodynamic he's smooth. in that he's way. Smooth like a, he's smooth like a rock. Troy, with your dirty 20, you're up next. What would you like to do? Yeah, I like to start pulling the rope of the friendship arrow closer toward me to try to get an actual handhold on the ship. Like, pull myself along the rope with Umbi hanging off of me to try to advance to actually get onto the ship. Okay, and you want Umbi hanging onto you? If you go to the ship, then you can pull in the rope if I'm holding onto the rope. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. I guess that'd be the same amount of difficult, just spread out. Well, as of now, the rope is, like, tethered to my necklace. Oh, true. 
<laughs> that's extra. That's extra funny. So, actually, can I hold my turn till after Umbi because the rope is tethered to me, and I'd rather him start advancing toward the ship. Yeah, mm. absolutely. That sounds great. All right. I also love the image of you of, of firing an arrow, and now you are like bouncing on the river uh-huh. attached to your own neck. Yes. Yeah. I am. Cool, cool. Can you uh, say some stuff and then like every so every two seconds you like swallow a bunch of water? <laughs> um, uh, I'll be, I think. <laughs> I'll be, go ahead, man. I'll, I'll, I'll hold on, I'll hold on. Great, thank you. Yeah, that was beautiful, guys. That was Thanks. great. Yeah, okay, you can hold your turn. So Troy is now going to go after Umbi. It is now Umbi's turn. Uh, Eric, would you say that this is climbing? Yeah, I'd say this is climbing. Oh, tight. Okay. You can climb horizontally, bro. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. So When you do a monkey bars, that's just horizontal climbing, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. Damn. Damn. I don't think I'm going to try to do anything fancy. I'm just going to try to climb. Cool. With your potion of climbing, do you get advantage on this? Yes. I get advantage on uh, strength athletics checks to climb. All right. Give me one of those. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. I got a one. And an 11. Okay. That's better. Brandon, are you okay? No, I'm not, Julia. So that's 11 plus 2 for 13. All right, 13 is good enough for you not to go flying into the boiling reef, but you make minimal distance, uh, yeah. but you do get both hands on the rope. That's good. That's, you it's know, progress. Right. It's a start. And now uh, you, you are skipping. How about every two seconds you're skipping, and then you get water get water in your mouth. What does that sound like? Uh, it sounds like... <laughs> No, that's Umbi when he doesn't have a CPAP machine. Can you give me something else? Uh, it's like freeze a jelly good Great, incredible. All right, Troy, it's now your turn. I'm trying to think if you guys have any ideas. I don't. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, I think just climbing. I think, right? I, yeah, I don't know. If there's anything else to do. Yeah, I think I'll try to just climb behind Umbi and the potion of climbing is still coursing through my veins so hopefully I can make some progress and follow him toward the ship. Are you like rolling the rope up behind you? You know I think it's like a tape measure where you have to kind of like (laughs) pull it out a little bit more to then retract it a little bit into the necklace so I'm trying to just do that with one hand as I like hold on desperately with the other. Or like a seatbelt yeah. Yeah yeah. You know I constantly forget that we have Amanda. What? Shape water. It's true. Every time guys you can all shape water. Okay. So, athletics okay with you, Eric? Yeah, the athletics. So, with advantage, that is 14 plus 4 for an 18. 18. Give me a dexterity check from both of you. Oh, from both of us. Yeah. Uh, 18. (laughs) I put lotion on my hands now. I can't get my dice. Umbi! Umbi! Umbi, we always talk about this do not anoint before battle. No (laughs) solves before sleep. Do not solve. 14 total. All right. That's enough for... Troy, as you are waking your way up the rope, you can grab on to Umbi and help navigate both of you further up the rope. Nice. Good job, gang. We, I think we have one arm around each other's waists, and then we, like, rowing a canoe, we're like, <laughs> left, right, left, right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, wonderful. And then can I get a perception check from both of you? How's a, how's a critical one? <laughs> Tough. Tough. Oof. How's a 10? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to switch dice now. Interesting. We're really counting. We can't chant left and right at a good clip and also notice. So. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, the skips are happening a little bit more frequently now that you have less rope. So it's just like, psh, 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 
sense. Especially as the boat takes a wide left turn and you really get to lean into it like you're wakeboarding and you're a cool guy named Braveton who's going to do an inserted wakeboarding trick. Oh. Why did we try to... <laughs> Sorry, man, that was great. <laughs> Why don't we try to stand up on our feet like surfers? Don't that, don't people do that on their feet? Sometimes? Yeah, bare, it's called yeah. barefooting, yeah. Barefoot, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like water skiing, but just with your bare feet. It's hard. It's a thing you can only do if your dad owns a lake and a boat, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, he has to own the lake. Right, he has to own both. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can't barefoot in someone else's lake. Incredible. You own a lake. That's all right, Cammy, you are facing down all of these brain-exposed sailors who are still blowing their brain-powered fans at you. You do have your feet under you enough to hold yourself even as you're pushing through the wind. What do you do? I want to talk my way out of this. Oh, okay, <laughs> sounds great. Is that cool? <laughs> do whatever you want. I think Cammy's just going to be like, I don't know what's going on. All I know is that guy over there, he's no good. Can you help me? Can I help you? We're the sea police and we need all of this to stop right now. He's definitely not sea police. I have a badge right here and I'm wearing a uniform. That's no good. He's not sea police. You're gonna be in a lot of trouble. You're gonna be in a lot of trouble, uh, all of you, if you don't stop immediately. I'm gonna call for backup. The Sea Cavalry. <laughs> uh, you know what? Sure. I don't like this guy. Knock him off. Knock him off. Yeah, I. I'm gonna. Oh, you know what he's gonna do, Eric? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and start laughing. Cammy's gonna go. I'm so upset. I don't know why I'm laughing. And I'm going to cast hideous <laughs> laughter on that dude. Yay. Sure, yeah. Wisdom saving throw, please. Okay, sure. From this guy who is trying to pretend he is sea police. I imagine it's not going to be very good, but no. I could be wrong. Uh, I got an 18. Damn. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Good roll. Man, poly people are just smarter. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> Well, you got to keep all the relationships of your exactly. polycule. No, the that... emotional intelligence, it's like a plus 10 right there. So, so sage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. what do I do? What happens? Uh, nothing. Spell nothing. just fails. Nothing? Yeah, spell just fails. Um, how about, because, again, Nani, who is, I believe, still attached to the ship in some capacity. Sure. <laughs> also gets to act either before or after my turn. Yeah. I think Nani is going to use her beautiful little um, new limb. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And is going to attach that uh, magical electric whip to this person. Yes. And try to shake him off the ship. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Lasso a- his ankle. Lasso <laughs> his ankle. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Give me an attack roll. Well, the good news is Nani gets a plus four to hit, which is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plus four to hit? That's like me. Yeah, because the whip is versatile, so Nani can use dex for it. Right. And Shit. also it has a reach of 10 feet, so you can just go up. <laughs> uh, how does 11 plus four do for 15? Uh, Come on. Double. It's got to work. Yeah, that works. All right, yeah, excellent. that's a hit. And I'm going to use one of the charges. <laughs> so I am going to deal an extra 1d6 lightning damage to the creature for each charge that you spend. We're not underwater, so no. I don't get the additional 1d6 lightning. But Yeah, give me 1d4 and then 1d6, please. Great. 
What about non non Deanna Jones? Is that two <laughs> in Deanna Jones? Two whip damage, six electric damage. Oh, six electric damage. Okay, yeah. six that. lightning damage. Oh, okay. Nadi whips out her electric whip limb. It wraps around the, the bobby leg of this fake sea cop. And uh, you see a bolt of electricity course through the whip. And <laughs> But it's that electric thing where you get actually more tied to the side. In fact, you see, because I rolled an at 20, you see that the hand is welded to now to the side oh, no. of, of the ship. See, this is like my hubris where I was like, I think we did pretty well last episode and now it's coming back to haunt me specifically. So that's cool, I guess. I still electrophonically damaged, but mm-hmm. truly a Just bad stuck a bad on there. All right, yeah. that's fine. Yes, incredible. That's what uh, I got my college degree in, electrophonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it is now the High Rose's pirate turn, which is what... Hey, at least you can't move that hand now, you know, Julia. Not that it was it's going true, to. true, yeah, they can't advance on us. He could still die in the hands. So we'll still be hanging there. That's fine. That's true. That's true. Just chop Slap it, it in the wind. That is true. What's this guy going to do, Eric? What's this coward going to do? This, abs- <laughs> this absolute coward. This wise coward. Uh, so they reach into their big oversized sea cop pocket being like, if you, if you won't acknowledge my authority as a sea police, then I'm going to have to do something about it. And throws something into the the center of, of all the brain-exposed sailors, and you hear a as smoke billows and obscures your obscures your face, and then just the fans blow it away. Just <laughs> <laughs> fans blow it away and be Aww. like, I'm unprepared for this situation! How did this guy beat my wisdom check? That's my question. Really good Luck. die roll, huh? Luck. Can I, I, I'll say I was not prepared for fans to come out of their face. I was not, I didn't have the proper, I don't have an EMP on me. I don't have the whatever to do here. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to hang out here then. That's fine. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> was that persuasive to the Merrick? <laughs> no, I rolled a three. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, not, it was not persuasive. And now it is the brain-exposed sailor's turn uh, as the fans switch off and the wind die down. Cam, you don't have to push yourself against the wind anymore. And as they all speak simultaneously, tell us who you are and we'll grant mercy upon you. Me? Uh, both of you. I'm Cammy. My ship got, I got stranded in the reef. Um, thank you for helping me. We can tell if you're lying. Please tell us the truth. I mean, that's not a lie. My, I did get stranded in the reef and my name is Cammy. And you, sea police, tell us your truth. Oi, governor, let me alone. I'm going to have the bobbies come and pick you up. You weren't British before. I am useless without my, I'm useless without my group of boyfriends and girlfriends and they thems. <laughs> okay. Partners is a good term for that. No, they want <laughs> all, they all want in their own individual terms. I'm useless without them. Okay. This is your final warning. Tell us what you are doing here, and we will not take immediate action. Can I ask a question? Fine. <laughs> what are you doing here? We're tr- <laughs> we're move we're moving important cargo. What kind of cargo? I guess classified. We can't tell you. Okay. Cool. I guess. 
So it seems like we're both avoiding the questions. <laughs> seems like it. That's fine. And you see the brain, the glow coming from all of their brains and powers up and crackles. The glowing light from the brain like expands and uh, lights up the entire area of the boat. Cammy, it like gets in your eyes. It's like overwhelming. Like you're walking into the sun after being underground for an extended period of time. It's it's disorienting. It's blurring, and you can't think about anything other than trying to shield your eyes as fast as possible. Yeah. So give me a wisdom saving throw, my friend. Is it charming or mind control? Huh. Good question. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Oh, well, fantastic. I finally get to use my open fields thing, which is I get advantage against saves for being charmed or mind controlled. Ooh, Ooh, let's go. See, this is what's great. I forgot about that. And they wouldn't know that. (laughs) All right. So that's a 17 plus six for a 23. That's good. Wow. Luckily, your hat is shading your eyes. Okay. Cammy goes, that's a little bright. Um, I can see a little better. So thank you. <laughs> That's true. You do get a full look at what's going at, at the whole boat. It's very long and also rather like rather narrow mm-hmm. uh, for what a what a ship is. This is like a freighter, or you know that that the long piece in battleship. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those, like mm-hmm. one of those. Red friend in Tetris. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Blue friend in Tetris. Of course, Amanda. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Um, you also see that there's a bunch of like there's boxes, open boxes of bolts of silk up on the deck, which kind of makes sense because this is a trading vessel from Overstock. But do they look weird? Like, are they like weird? You know? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> are they like weird, Eric? <laughs> what would be weird about them, Brandon? Is this silk a little a little bit different from the other silk? No, it's not different. No, it's not. Okay. This is traditional corn silk from Overstock. This is what they mainly, this is what the main export from Overstock through the merchants there. Okay. Um, you all, let me, give me two seconds for something. Oh, hell fucking yes. Right, row. Looks for DM glove. Maybe it's a good hell yes for us guys rather than a hell yes for Eric. I don't think so, Julie. <laughs> I'm trying to Hold see this hope. in as good a light as possible. Hold out hope. <laughs> Cammy, you turn around, and the High Rose Pirate is using their free hand to take off their police jacket, their police costume. This is reveals like a deep pink tunic that they're wearing, that they're wearing underneath. Being like, okay, hold on, this plan has gotten away from me. I need to reevaluate everything. What's going on? We should call police officer uniforms costumes. Costumes, yeah, nice. yeah. It's like, all right, just 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 hold on. Leave me out of this. Leave me out of this for a second. Leave you. Leave you out of this. Just leave it. Just do do it. It's like, oh, so I got to, and throws the cop uniform, like, into the wind, and then it's just, like, out on the water, like, takes off their, their bobby hat and throws it out there as well. Like, Hold on. I got to reevaluate my, I have to reevaluate my choices. Cammy goes, you're not a sea cop. No, I really should, I probably should have done a better costume than this. I got to, I let me keep, take a second. And then Cammy, you see just, like, spots in their eyes, uh, like, flashes from a camera in this uh, pirate's eyes. Gotcha. Amy, I think, unfortunately, you're going to have to chop his arm off because I think unless he gets off this boat, he's going to do something that I don't think we'll like. Yeah, I think it's probably fine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to make an arcana, yeah, this would be a perfect time okay. for you to make an arcana check. I would love to. Yeah. Cha. That's a 15 plus four for a 19. 19. Okay. Ask me a question. I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Is this silk weird? <laughs> Is this odd? If I put my mouse over it, can I click it? 
<laughs> I would like to know if there is a central source of magic on this ship that is powering these greenhouse brain things. Nice. Mm, interesting. Is it a network effect or are they like drawing from an, uh, a central source? Yeah, it feels like a hive mind to me, which means there's probably some sort of central point that is a queen. like, yes, what's powering it. Interesting. I think that you might think that way, but if you examine it, if you if you look at it, it's certainly that they're networked, but it seems like by exposing the brain and then putting a greenhouse around it, maybe we're leveraging parts of the green folk brain that can be networked and linked up. Because also you can see that there's a little, as you get a real, now that there's better light, you can see there's like a little satellite dish on top, on top of the on top of the greenhouse. There's like a really little one. That's adorable. That's so silly, I love it. So cute. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe it's like a mushroom, you know, like root system happening here, but it's just little satellite. There's like a little satellite dish on top of the greenhouse, but, and then you're seeing that each one is exactly the same. So instead of this maybe being like siphoning magic from a central source, they are leveraging and connecting the exposed brains of all of these creatures. Okay, so there's not like a thing that we can destroy that will separate all of them. No, no, it is it is a networked thing. Right, like like they're all on the same Wi-Fi. Yeah, they're all on the same say, Wi-Fi. Unless we can find their modem. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. But there's no modem. No, there is no modem. There is okay. no modem. But got because it, of that, it. because there is no modem, I'm sure that having uh, more, the more the merrier. Internet of things, more like internet of greens. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. All right, we're back to the trade wins three. I want to exist in that reality, Amanda. Yeah. The trade wins takes a hard left as Umbi and Troy, you get... You are going full speed ahead directly into the side of the ship. I need everyone to make constitution saving throws, too, for me. Not me, though, right? No, just the ones who are hanging off by a rope. Just checking. Us? Nat 20. Wow. Fuck yeah. Love you, Big Chongus. Uh, Eric, can you help me with the math? Yeah. It's two plus two? Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, Brandon. Brandon, are you okay? (laughs) So, Troy does have his arm around Umby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Troy did so good. He rolled that 20. Don't kill Umbi. <laughs> all right. I got 20 damage here, and I would give all of it to Umbi. Because Troy rolled in at 20, and you have your arm around your arm around Umbi, uh, how would you like to distribute these 20 points of damage? I can take it, Amanda, if you... Oh, I'd like to take equally. I still have 50 hit points. Okay. 10 and 10, baby. 10, 10 and 10. 10. All right. Both of you, sl- as the boat makes a hard left, the rope goes all the way around and wham, both of you slam into the <gasps> side of the trade wind three. Eric, can I roll a deck saving throw to try to grab onto the side of the ship or like grab onto a railing? Like if we're smacking the side of the boat, fine, but I would love to try to hold on, grab hold. Yeah, I, well, it is Umbi's next turn in the in, in the initiative. <laughs> However, both of you can do it at the same time if you think that that's an interesting idea. I, I think I would like to do that, Amanda, if you want to try it. I'm into it, yeah. I have proficiency on in deck saving throws, acrobatics, and athletics, so I'd like to do one of those. That seems like an athletics. That's interesting. Uh, I think it's a, it must be athletics. To grab onto the side of a boat, I would say that would be athletics for sure. Yeah, both of you give me athletic checks to hold onto the side of the boat. Tight. And Brando, we have advantage from the climbing, right? Well, I don't know if this counts as this climbing. Is, this isn't climbing. This isn't climbing. Oh. All right. Yeah. Come on, Chungus. If I was falling down a cliff and I grabbed onto the cliff, would that not be climbing? No. 
climbing is coming back up. You would uh, it would be great. It would That's be fair. grabbing. Is, is that not the first step of climbing? It's grabbing <laughs> onto the cliffside. Is that not the first step of climbing? All right. you think about it. I got a seven plus four for an eleven. Okay. I also rolled a seven plus two for nine. Mm. Jesus Guys, Wham. what are you doing? <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't give it to you, but I will give you two more an opportunity to do something else. Oh! Transpo bomb? Yeah, can I just try to throw a transpo bomb? Teleportation bomb, bro. Um, you got, you did try to do something that was related to grabbing onto the thing. Although you weren't able to grab onto the side of the ship, I can let you both keep climbing. Yeah, I cool. think we should do that while we still have the advantage. Yeah, keep, uh, give me another athletics check. This one was with climbing advantage. Both of you, give me climbing checks. Oh, advantage. Cause of the just cause of the drink, cause of the drink, the climbing drink. Yeah, I know, I forgot, and I got excited again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eighteen plus four for twenty-two. Wonderful. Ooh, all right. What is wrong with these dice? Get new dice, Brandon. I got a three and a ten, so ten plus two for twelve. All okay. right. Well, okay. you, well, uh, Troy, you still have your arms around Umbi. You are making better progress climbing up the rope. You are still like skipping and being pulled by the boat uh, behind, but you were getting very, very close. You guys are having a rough go of it. I'm sorry. We're almost there, Umbi. I know. <laughs> to summarize what's happened, you jumped out of a door. Mm-hmm. You jumped out of a door in the back of the boat. Troy shot an arrow that attached you to the side of the boat, and then uh-huh. you went, whoa! <laughs> and now you were skipping on the water. Mm-hmm. You were climbing up as best as you can. You slammed against the side of the boat mm-hmm. without being able to hold on, and now you just continue to climb up. Yeah. Like children tubing with an irresponsible boat driver. That's exactly what it is. That's yes. exactly what's happening. Have the time of my life. Hey, it's Amanda. This week's mid-roll is brought to you by Ornamental Gourds. The wardier, the better. God, I love those weird little guys. Welcome to our newest patrons, Jay, Emily, and Anna. We so appreciate you joining the Patreon over on patreon.com slash join the party pod, where at least one of you knows that you actually get a discount if you sign up for an annual plan which we also really like because then we know the kind of support we're getting for the entire year and you get to pay less for supporting us. So it's kind of a win-win. Anyway, anyone who can do an annual plan and does is a big smarty and a big sweetie, and I am a big fan. We can only make this show because of the support you give us on Patreon, and in return, we try to make it really worth your while. We have a patron-only Discord that is the best place on the internet, and you get an additional bi-weekly podcast podcast from us on party planning. We have so much cooking for you. We're getting so excited about what's to come next year, and we are only able to plan and do it, and we'll be able to plan and do more if you join us on Patreon. So please go to patreon.com slash join the party pod where you can sign up for a monthly or Sparkle Noises annual plan today. This week at Multitude, we are uh, really going to enjoy the partial solar eclipse happening in just a few days because we know about it via Pale Blue Pod. This is, of course, our astronomy podcast for people who are overwhelmed by the universe but want to be its friend. The thought of black holes fills you with, like, slight bit of dread, but also you're like, I I bet things are amazing up there, but God, it's scary. I have great news because astrophysicist Dr. Moya McTeer and her co-host comedian and writer Corinne Caputo demystify space 
one topic at a time. They have open eyes and arms and real loving hearts and a non-judgmental attitude toward those of us who are like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really clear on what all is up there, man. So go ahead and look up Pale Blue Pod in your podcast app right now or go to palebluepod.space. New episodes every Monday. We are sponsored this week by Shaker and Spoon. This is one of our favorite fellow small businesses headquartered in Brooklyn, New York, and they are a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. Now, Eric and I are going away for a couple days upstate to uh, just have a little, you know, a little like weekend, and it's kind of off-peak season there. Not all of the, the restaurants and bars and stuff that we would normally go to are open all the time because they tend to be open in the summer and the winter. So, so I was like, hey, why don't we order a shaker and spoon box? And that way we can go up there, go to the farmer's market, buy some like local whiskey or rye, and then use the shaker and spoon ingredients, which are conveniently packaged and portioned out everything we need, and make a couple cocktails at home and have them by the fire. They are incredible. We love Shaker and Spoon. Every single box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. A gorgeous recipe card. I save all my Shaker and Spoon recipe cards because the drawings are so pretty. And all you have to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit and you have all you need to make 12 craft cocktails at home. The boxes just cost $40 to $50 per month. You can get a monthly, get just one, get them as a gift for somebody else, whatever you want, and skip or cancel at any time. So listen, whether you're taking it on a weekend getaway, giving it to a friend, or being an awesome house guest and bringing a shaker and spoon box to someone's house, go ahead and try it. You won't regret it. Get 20 bucks off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash join the party. That's shakerandspoon.com slash join the party. And finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, I am definitely no stranger to an overactive mind. <laughs> that is one of the ways that I describe my anxiety is like my brain is rolling at an 11 out of 10 at all times, even when the situation calls for like a one or a two. And, you know, I try to thank my brain. I try to say like, I know you're looking out for me. I know you're trying to make sure that we're not caught off guard. I know you're trying to make sure we're prepared. But hey, bud, like it is, this is exhausting, dude, especially when I'm, I don't know, trying to sleep. Uh, that is really necessary. And I have a lot more tools now than I used to because I am able to talk that through in therapy, but also like confide and get some validation from somebody that I'm not the only one going through this. And I am really grateful I have that chance. Before I was able to find an in-person therapist who I jived with and who was taking new patients who I could afford, BetterHelp was a super, super helpful step. So if you are thinking of starting therapy and you want one that is convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, try BetterHelp. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get a break from those racing thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. Wonderful. All right, Cammy, it's your turn. You see that the big light, this big eerie glow from all of the brain-exposed sailors uh, have dazzled the high-rose pirate for some reason, but you've shaken it off. Can you just remind me, our goal here is to find out what they're smuggling, right? Yes, that is your number one goal. 
I would like to use my hex scurry on the bolts of silk yeah. to expose what might be underneath in those boxes. Incredible. All right, yeah. So remind me, remind me what scurry do. A non-magical item you choose within 30 feet sprouts legs and runs away. The object animates, wriggles free of its owner, and moves 20 feet in any direction you choose. The object has an AC of 10 if it does not have an AC that is already higher and remains animated until your next turn or it is picked up. Okay, so now you, so you just wanted to run off? Okay, what does that look like? Julie, could they run into the guards? Yes, I'd like it to, like, serpentine, like, like literally a chicken kind of running through people, avoiding being caught. Mm-hmm. Sure. I would like it to, like, scamper through the legs of the guards. And while that's happening, I would like to look inside the box and see what is in there besides silk. Cool. I'd say they get tripped up if that were me, you know. In my head, it's like a five-by-five-foot, like, big crate of silk. And saying. then it just starts going... It is running through everything. Let me do a quick roll. No, of course not. Yeah, you can look, and now you can, uh, you look in the box. Yeah, there's nothing in the box, it's just the silk. Also, um, all the sailors simultaneously say, Ah, no! The thing we're moving! Oh, no! They're not very good liars, huh? Yeah. Oh, no! That seems terrible. That probably cost a couple of doubloons. I bet it. Oh, no, I bet it did. You need to get off the boat for causing such mischief. I didn't do anything. It may have. For causing, oh, there's so much mischief and mayhem happening. Get off of our boat. Again, I am stranded. Would you subject a poor little green folk like me to jump off your boat? Yes, very much so. <laughs> That's kind of rude. You have taken enough of our hospitality. Please leave. Can you at least drop me off somewhere? We will definitely drop you off as they start <laughs> walking towards you. Maybe they're just transporting themselves? I don't know. I don't know. No, there's got to be something in the boat. It is now the High Rose Pirate's turn. No, <laughs> no. Be like, still hanging off the side of the boat. Be like, I don't know. I can't really tell you what's happening. I just really got to give a good sense and reevaluate the situation. Maybe, you know, we go back to base. We come up with a new strategy. But this one just isn't working. Um, yeah, I mean, this is life of a pirate, right? You know, it's all work and no play and no one's organized. It's tough. Can I, like, very quickly do an arcade check to see what is going on with this dude? I know they cast a spell or some kind of mind control on him. Sure. But I want to specifically know why he's just, like, revealing all of it. Like, is it a truth thing? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I only rolled a nine, so, meh. There is something weird is happening that is making, that is kind of, like, uh, speaking to different parts of someone's hmm. brain. The, what they think is the best thing to do in this particular situation. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It is now the greenhouse sailor's turn, and all and a lot of them start to move towards Cammy and grab her. So I'm going to do... Let's do a grapple contest, please. Would you like to do dex or strength? They're both negative one, my guys. So okay, it there you really go. matter. 13 minus 1 for a 12? Uh, I rolled a 7. So oh. all of them... So the sailors are now surrounding Cammy. The Cammy, there's like 10 of these brain-exposed sailors walking towards you. The glow is getting le- is brighter and brighter. It's just spooky and causing the str- real strange shadows on your face that would look terrible in a photograph. All of them try to put their hands on you and grab you, but you, you can slap their hands away for the time Excuse being. Excuse me. 
This is rude. Please, <laughs> me? We're dropping you off as you requested. On land, please. Oh, okay. On towards the land, then. No, on land. On land. Fine. Okay. Drive. You seem. Are you lying? The boat. All right, let's put the boat over to the land and get the, get the lady off the boat, please. Interesting. Hold on, ma'am. We're trying to find the most. We're trying to find the best place to drop you off as fast as possible. Thank you. And then there's silence for ten seconds. And then you hear, "Okay, we're gonna go there." And then you you hear as the boat picks up speed and is shooting across the water. Uh, and down there, Umbi and Troy, you hear. As the boat is passing by, a full line of these hot blasts of water and air that might um, scald your um, whole body if you're if you're not careful. Yikes! It might do a big scald. It's not good. Yeah. Not good. Don't like. Is it our turn? It is now Umbi's turn, correct? So, Eric, do you remember how back when we were playing the heist together, you sure. were like, "Oh yeah, like you know, let's flash back like a heist to things we may have prepared before the heist." Mm-hmm. So, I think, and crew, tell me what you think. I think it's pretty likely that we would have said to Harold and Syl that if the boat starts leaving without us back on the sea whip, follow in hot pursuit, baby. But like stealthily. Don't you think the sea whip will stealthily come up behind us, all lights off, visible to us only because we know that piece of shit like the back of our own hands? Harold glowing slowly, faintly in the distance? Uh, interesting. Let's flash back with some like gauzy outline of the scene. What? Yeah. What? What did you say? All right. So we have Havana Tropicana is shirtless on the deck, parching, like sunning himself to make himself look really parched and pathetic. Cami is putting together our uh, little like rowboat uh, vessel, our, our tender to go toward uh, land, which he's going to use to bring to the sandbar. And I think Umbi is as he's preparing all of his potions and bombs. Troy is conferring with Harold and Sill and saying like, okay, so if we if the if the the target starts fleeing and we are not back successfully on the ship with all of us and the knowledge we need come after us like leave us a little bit make sure we're not going to you know like count to uh, i don't know what's the highest you can count harold what's the highest where's the highest you can count cool <laughs> um say all three of our names um a bunch and then okay. pursue. Okay. And then pursue. And then pursue. Right. Come up, come up behind us. Come up behind the boat, and uh, and just pursue at a safe distance until we find you. So if you okay, if you get into trouble, then we will make sure to take care of it uh, and try not to make it double. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like quietly, like just kind of stay behind. You know, couple lengths, uh, safe distance, and uh, and then we'll do what needs to be done and get back to the sea whip. Okay, wonderful. That's a big ask. That's a very big pr- thing to be prepared for. So what I'm going to ask for is 25% of your HP, and you're going to give me a charisma check. Sure. 25% of my remaining? Total. All right. So the 40 I had remaining minus 14 is 26 HP. Okay. And charisma? Yeah, give me charisma to see how, how they're doing. That is a, a 7 only. <laughs> Why are we rolling like so poorly? I don't, guys, I don't know. What's up? I don't know. I just, I can't do anything because I'm not shooting. I know. <laughs> like, my class is for shooting. Okay, cool. Interesting. All right. <laughs> so, you, Troy, you're thinking about this. And you're like, huh. Poof, 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 
Wow, it's getting super hot. I wonder where Sil. I wonder where Sil and Harold are. Checking over my shoulder. Come on, guys. God. I will say that if you, if both of you, want to climb up onto the ship, if you get do a final athletics check to avoid these incredibly hot steam of the boiling reefs. Well, I have a question, Eric. Yeah, sure. How much damage would you say one of these uh, hot steam vents would do? Ish. Ish? A lot? Like, are we talking like 100 or are we talking about like, you know, 30? <laughs> How bad can it get? It is closer to 30 than 100. That's not saying much, though, because it could be 50. <laughs> hmm. If we're close to the deck, let's try to get it on is my vote. I would rather you guys be safe than shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, but that's no, just me. I know. I get it. Uh, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's climb up. Let's do it. All right, one final one, Brandon. We got this. Yeah, y'all can climb. Here we go. All right. All right, I got a nine and a sixteen plus two for oh, eighteen. God. Oh my god. Twelve plus four for a sixteen. <laughs> thank God. The two of you climb up and, and flop over back onto the ship just <gasps> as you're passing <gasps> by. <gasps> oh, God. I don't think I could survive that one. You get blanched. You get very blanched. I get yeah, blanched. Yeah. Umbi, remind me never to jump off a ship again if I have another option, please. Well, I mean, like, we didn't... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Troy, give me, give me an attack roll really quickly. Oh, sure. Uh, that is a, yeah, 14 plus four. 18? 18? All right, pretty good. All right, Troy, where where were you, where do you want to be on the ship? Well, can I ask a question while you're thinking about that, Amanda? How, Eric, how does this boat go? Is it motor or sails or brain? Yeah, you guys were in the engine room last time. Like this little, like, I guess the only way for me to describe it is like a patio where they had these engines in the back. Yeah, like the engine platform. Yeah, there That's was like the an thing. engine platform. That's where you were before. Okay. I think Troy would have aimed the arrow onto the top deck of the ship. Clearly, there's some shenanigans happening in the middle, in the hold, the layout, with the engine opening. That's where you went in the first time. So Troy would have aimed with a high arc to get onto the like surface level of the ship. Cool, like cool, where cool. Cammy is? On the back. So you all are in the front of the ship, and the other guy was hanging off the side. But I think we would go for back of the boat, but top railing, as opposed to like climbing in the hole where the engine was. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that bad strategically? No, I was just thinking that finally Brandon's time has come to actually use bombs to blow up an engine. But um, Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I can also just head down there. Well, it's exposed. So could you just drop the... Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. The bombs onto the engine. I mean, that's up to Eric, but yes. Yeah, maybe you'd have to like kind of like curl your body around and like try to throw it down there. It wouldn't be just like super easy like that, but for sure. Yeah, you are on the far other side of the boat than Cami is, and you can see a big glowing mob on the other side of the boat. But I did roll a nat 20, so immediately two soldiers go, hey! Oh. Can Trey shoot him? Do I have an action left? No, you don't. Great. Hey, we are already dealing with people on this boat who are not supposed to be on this boat. What are you doing here? Can I use a risk die, Eric? Sure. As a bonus action, I'm going to do dodge roll. So I can move up to 15 feet and reload any firearm I'm holding. It doesn't provoke opportunity attacks, and nor is difficult terrain unless we move through a hostile creature's space. So uh, with apologies to Umbi, Troy is just going to dodge roll forward and roll past the guards. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Cammy, it's now back to you. There are a bunch of these brain-exposed sailors around you. What do you want to do? 
Uh, Eric, is there like a door to the hold that I can see? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of far away, and there's a bunch of sailors standing in between you and there. Right, I understand that. How far away is far away? Like, within 30 feet, would you say? Uh, no, I would say it's longer than that. It's a pretty long boat. Is it farther than 60 feet? Uh, no, it would probably be like 50, 60 feet. Okay. It's like, in my head, it's like right in the middle of the boat. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm just trying to respect the rules of Magic Man. Sure, you know? sure, like, dog. Yeah. Cammy is going to say, I'm feeling very unsafe right now, so I am going to need you to respect my boundaries. And Cammy is going to disappear in a puff of tea steam. Wow. And reappear 30 feet away uh, <laughs> because I used Misty Step. Nice. Yay. Let's go. And is going to bolt to, which is a bonus action, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and is going to bolt to the door to the hold. Yeah. And as an action is going to touch the doorway and cast Protect Threshold. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> Tracing arcane sigils along its boundary, you can ward a doorway, window, or other portal from entry. For the duration, which is 10 minutes, an invisible eldritch creature stalks the warded portal. Any creature that attempts to pass through the portal must make a wisdom saving throw or take 4d6 psychic damage or half as much on a successful save. Cool. What? Whoa! <laughs> is that two spells? It is two spells, but Misty Step is a bonus action, and this is a ritual. Yeah, hey, just give me an Arcana check to see if this happens, because I would love it if this would fucking happen. It's 18 plus uh, 4, so 22. Yeah, I'll give it to you. You can do Yay! both. That's fine. But yeah. Usually you can't, but you're so powerful, you literally change the rules of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Because that's tight as fuck. So what does it look like when you're, what are you protecting, what are you protecting the boundary to look like? I think Cammy like, just touches the door frame as they pass through it and a sort of misty steamy fog makes it opaque almost in a way that's very very cool cammy as you're running down to the hold you are seeing the same door that troy and umby saw before mm-hmm. um right now it is just open and you're gonna see the whole all the water the night sky and the lapping of the waves coming up against eventually the banks of whatever they're pulling up to right now to give you, to have you hop, quote unquote, hop off. Don't jump out of there. Don't do it. And does it strike me as like, oh, it's weird that there's a hole for the back of the boat in the middle of the boat. No, you can see the door. The door is like flapping in the wind, right? Like a, like a screen door left open in a hurricane. It's just like slamming up against the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do I think that's weird at all? I mean, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's a little weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, wonderful. And now, that's when you hear, Give us back our friends! As the sea whip comes alongside and fires <laughs> cannonballs at the at the trade winds three. Cam, you hear, as a cannonball slams through, going from one side of the boat to the other side of the boat. Now there's just a big hole, kind of in the hallway that you're standing in. Did we tell them to be stealthy, or am we I did. misremembering we did. that? Yep, mm. we did. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Somewhere Troy's like, uh, delegation, you know. <laughs> As the sailors are f- deeply flummoxed by the disappearance of Cammy, you there's a silence as all of them look over at the sea whip and Harold still firing cannonballs and they all and all of the sailors look at each other and then hop to attention and start running around to their battle stations. 
Eric was the moment of silence for 9-11. The moment... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh-oh. Okay, that's happening. Uh... <laughs> The moment of silence for 9-11 is happening? What's happening? Then in in, <laughs> in absolute silence, these sailors, uh, the majority of the sailors wheel cannons over to take broadside shots at the Sea Whip, and uh, two of them try to put their hands on Umbi. So, Umbi, give me a grapple check for me. Hey! You, you should not, not be, be on, on this ship. ship. Please, Please get, get off, off of this ship. ship. Two of the sailors say at the same time. Eleven. All right, well, that beats my four. So they, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. As it should. Once, once again, you just slap their hands away. Being like, no, no we'll, we'll make, make you leave. leave. We, we will, will put, put you, you in, in the, the cannon. cannon. I, the salt water is just it's just too slippery, you know? I'm too wet. It's just it's just too slippery. Too wet. It's too much Incredible. Have you ever tried to hold a wet pawpaw fruit? It's impossible. I haven't. <laughs> I've never touched a pawpaw fruit. So. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> As the trade winds three fires off the cannons that they have over at the Sea Whip. Then once again, all the sailors look at each other for a moment of silence, not for 9 11. Uh, <laughs> but for communication silently, perhaps? Yeah, and then the, and yeah. the boat then tries to make the biggest U turn you've ever seen in your entire life and come around side the Sea Whip. Umbi, it is now your turn. Can you sort of map out where I am, where the boat is, and where the Sea Whip is? Great. Okay, sure. The Sea Whip, the Tradewinds 3 is trying to come alongside the Sea Whip and get a better spot to fire cannons at them, all while avoiding the boiling, scalding hot uh, plumes of air that burst every once in a while. The Sea Whip, uh, Harold and Syl seem really committed to just firing on there, and they're kind of in a tough position at the moment that they are going to get navally positioned against. In terms of the boat itself, you're kind of in the back corner. Troy has rolled away <laughs> dramatically, uh, and Cammy is underground. No one is really paying attention to you other than these two sailors who are trying to grab you. Like, there's like 10 of these dudes are running around doing naval battle stuff, and these two other sailors are trying to put their hands on you. So I'm near the back where the engines would be? Yes, you would be in the back near the, where the engines would be. And is the Sea Whip currently in this moment like 45 degrees? Like, not quite U turned yet, like in the process of U turning, right? The trade winds? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. trying to come alongside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like in the middle of doing like a. 12-point naval K-turn. Hey, we've all tried to move a real, a, like, a van that we were not prepared was a little bit too long for what we were trying mm-hmm. to do. We've all done we've it. We've all been there. We've all been there. Okay, Eric. Here's what I'm gonna do. Sure. I'm going to snap to attention and say to these two sailors, Yeah. Permission to disembark, sir! What? And then I'm going to jump up in the air. Yeah. Use my slow fall. Sure. Hold on to my hat to sort of start drifting down towards the sea whip. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And on the way down, I'm going to fucking throw a bomb at these engines, buddy. Yeah, yes. dude. Yes, you absolutely are. I'm going to say this, this is a tough shot. I'm going to say 15. Let's go with an AC of 15. Okay. For the bomb throw? For the bomb throw. Yeah. And you do your full attack this. You've got this. You've got this. Brandon, you got this. I love it. I love it. Oh, but you've jumped off like the mo. This is just the momentum of the of the ship is pulling away from you. You got a clear shot at that engine like portico patio that you were on before. Yeah. Look at this. Everyone's using their traditions abilities. Let's go. Yay. What was the AC again? I'm looking for a 15. Well, I got a 12 plus... 
five. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Brandon, yes. Let's go. Are you okay, Brandon? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good. That's good. All right. So, yeah, give me the attack. Remember, you get double because a uh, ship is a building. Ships is building. <laughs> okay. So, this is 2d10 fire. And actually, do I want to add some reagent dice to this? I think you do. Yeah, why not? Personally. Well, I don't want to blow the ship up. I just want to disable the you sure? engines. You sure? I think you could blow the ship up. Blow the ship up. Well, I don't want to accidentally blow up what's in the cargo hold, you know? That's true. Well, as we know, it only has a radius of 15 feet, as we established in Yeah, but then Bullseye it might arc. sink, Julia. It but it's really, it is also very close to a sandbar because they were about to drop me off. That's, that's true. true. They're, that's they're true. trying to make a, a naval K-turn, though, so we'll it's see. It's pretty shallow out there. It's up to I'm you, Brandon. To it's up to you. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to definitely um, remove the blast radius. Okay. But I think... I am going to try to just sort of disable these engines. I don't want to like, I just want to put them out of commission so they can't run away. Sure, but I don't want to fuck nose. up the ship. Okay, cool. Yeah. Boop them on the nose. We're just going to disable the engine. It's all good. We learn from our mistakes. Yeah. We do. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The sea whip is so tiny compared to the ship too. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. 13 times two is 26 plus two is 28 yeah yeah 28 perfect yeah that engine's uh that engine's having some troubles yay all right well you you sure did throw a bomb into the engine room huh hell yeah i did you sure did you sure did uh can't be you then here Bing bong, boom, boom. You are so. This is like, this is like five feet away from you. Bing bong, boom, boom, boom. Oh, Uppy's here. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, it is your turn. Troy, you rolled away. Umby is now gone. Yeah, he seems like he knew what he was doing, though. I think he'll be okay. Okay. Uh, what to do? I think Troy is just too curious about what's in the hold. Uh, I think he's just going to use his movement, get close to the closest door. So I've rolled past the guards, like toward the front of the boat. And so hopefully I can run to like the parallel door to where Cammy was. Sure. Uh, oh, Cammy, also, as you run up to, <laughs> Cammy, as you run up to the door to the hold, there's just like two guys passed out with uh, broken greenhouses cool. <laughs> down there. Troy and Umbi must have been here. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, Troy, you run down to the hold. Cammy is looking at the same door that you jumped out of only a little while ago. Yeah, I'm also going to use another wrist iron to bite the bullet to gain some temporary HP. I gain six temp HP. Hell yeah. All right. Okay, so don't jump out of that. That's all I got to contribute right now. <laughs> Why would I jump out of it? Oh, hi, Troy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the hell's in this boat? I don't know yet. That's why I came down here. Also, they were trying to attack me. So, I just... Is there any other way into the hold? Like, Amanda, like, I think you should Venmo me $5. <laughs> I think it's it's clear that it's some kind of magic protection thing or something, right? Can I fire an arrow into the door? Just through the open doorway? Yeah. Yeah. You fire it, it goes out. Uh, okay. and, it, and then it goes sploosh, and it goes sploosh in the water. Let me do an arcade check on this door. It feels like this is cheating, but fine. But fine, Amanda's gonna Venmo you ten dollars or five dollars. Sorry. Amanda Venmo Venmoed me five dollars. I think the uh, the note should be just a fucking middle finger, finger, but that's just me. The note was just the word fine. <laughs> fine, great. Hey Eric, what's going on? Amanda, um, no one looked at the door. What happened was 
the key fell out of the guard's pocket. Umby picked up the key, put the key in the lock, unlocked it, threw it open, and then it was open. No one has looked at the door yet. All right. Troy's going to hold on to the door jam and crane his head and look at the actual door. Yeah, you can grab it and look at sure. pull it closed for okay. sure. What am I rolling? Uh, investigation, please. Fifteen. Fifteen. So what's up with this door, Troy? You jumped through it? That seems weird. Yeah, that probably shouldn't have been my first reaction, but to be fair, Umbi also wanted it, so. I think it was my idea. You can blame me. <laughs> it's all right. I thought it was going to be like a portal type situation. It wasn't. Incredible. <laughs> That's a good guess. So, Troy, as you pull the door closed, this is a, this is a, it's a sturdy door that is supposed to keep the things in and keep people out, right? There is the, the key that you grabbed from the guard is still in the lock at knob height, right? Okay. Above that, there is a little clear gem that is like a foot above the door handle. Uh, Cammy, any idea what that could be? Is that at like the same height as the greenhouses would be on these people or no? Finger guns from my good friend Cammy. Mm-hmm. Both of the ones on the floor have their uh, heads bashed in though. The glass is broken, but there's still light raining out of their brains. Great. Cammy goes, I have an idea. And then just scoop up this person's head, like drag their body <laughs> over and hold it up to the gem. Incredible. The gem glows with the same light as the brains do. Yep. That, that makes a lot more sense. I don't think so. I think it makes a lot more sense to jump through the open door. <laughs> Cammy goes, let's open it, Troy. And we'll open it. Open it. You open it and you see the water again. Really? Mm-hmm. This is the fucking, like, two beats kind of bullshit again. Can I close the door? Does the key turn another way? No, the key does not turn another way. Uh, can I just touch the gem and, like, open the door th- via the gem instead of the door handle? Uh, yes, the gem does. You can turn the gem as, as, it is, as if it is a doorknob as well. Great. And you can turn both the doorknobs as well, and you open it, and you see the outside of the water. Now, Cammy, you still have a check. There's still a check. Troy Great. rolled a 15. You can do a check. What are you Arcana looking for? Arcana check. What the fuck? How does this work? Unlock this door. I'm just looking at, like, hardware and shit. I know nothing about magic. <laughs> uh, 13 plus 4 for a 17. Oh, that is another one. So it seems like the mechanics have to do with multiple, like, doorknobs, right? Mm-hmm. In magic, having two things seems just... Not enough. It just seems not <laughs> enough, huh? Mm. Like, it's bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. It's not just bibbidi-bobbidi. Yeah. So, turn key, turn regular doorknob, turn gem doorknob. And? And open door? What else is there to turn on a door? God! What the fuck? What else is there to turn? The boat? My head? <laughs> a Hold wheel? On. I don't fucking know! Troy's going to grip both sides of the door frame and try to yank it to the left. Give me a strength saving throw. Can I pull it? Wait, hold on, hold on. Can I pull it? Oh, no, she said it. She's rolling. (laughs) Strength. Uh, That is a 13. A 13. Not not strong enough to pull a big, heavy door off the hinges. But enough for you to hear that there is a, a small clattering sound that came from the door. Can it did something fall to the ground? Did we can we identify what's on the ground, Eric? Give me an investigation check oh right now. Oh my god. 16. 17. And as you hear the clattering, you see you hear the clattering, both of you look down, and there's a small hidden panel 
that got jostled while Troy was moving, the, trying Christ. to trying to rip the door off its hinges. And there there is a third tiny doorknob inside of the panel. I turn that too. <laughs> We turn all three doorknobs at the same fucking time. I just dropped all of my cards. Fuck. This is for you, a (laughs) baby. I just dropped my phone on my head. I'm so disoriented. (laughs) This is an incredible puzzle, Eric. I'm just so bad at myself. I didn't investigate jack shit. Julia's brain greenhouse cracked open. Oh, no. Incredible. All right. You open the door and you don't feel the air, the hot, salty air of the boiling oh, thank reef. God. It is just the stale, staid, dusty air of the of a hold of a ship. Okay. I would recommend still jumping into this room though. <laughs> yeah, so go one, two, three and jump into the room. Jump into it, yeah. All right. All right, and we'll come back to that in one second as we go through, continue to rip through the initiative. Umpy, you are floating in the air. Let me see if Harold and Syl will come pick you up. Nope. <laughs> Harold, they are not the usual people who drive the boat. So they... Well, I did aim towards them. I aimed that I would, like, land in the boat, though. I know, but I rolled an eight, so they're having a hard time coming over to you, my friend. Here's a psh, psh. There's no communication happening between the ship and Umbi. It's like, oh, I don't know how Troy does this. We're supposed to be the same person. It's almost like they're the boat is like a they're shot. You know, like when someone is threatening to punch you and you're like just in a perpetual flinch. Sure. It's almost like the sea whip, as steered by Harold and Sill, are like flinching from the trade winds, worried they're going to be hit by cannons. So it's like they're just trying to navigate away from it, and they can't get away from the boiling hot air. It's like. Oh, we're, com- we're coming around. We're com- uh, I got to come around. I got to go around the block. I missed it. So just to be clear for the audience, all they had to do was not touch the wheel for Umbi to land yes, on this. Yeah. 100%. They yeah, decided yeah, yeah. to touch it's the, the wheel. It's the lack of communication, Tough. brother. 100%. 100%. Gotta Brandon, I want you to know you did the right thing. Harold and Syl fucked it. So <laughs> if you're slow falling and you were, you know, probably... Whatever, like 20, you're still 30. in the air though. That's not a yeah, problem. Yeah. You're not okay. gonna hit the water. You're, you're you're slow falling. You're fine. I am supposed to roll a one d six to see how many turns I can slow fall. Oh, that's right. Why would you say that out loud? Because it's fun. Three. Oh, okay. you're fine. You're fine. All right. You're fine. See, okay. You can always transpo bomb or something. You'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And then the sailors have gotten all of their cannons out and are just firing cannonballs, whipping past and through the sea whip. That's what the trade winds are up to. We're all the way back. Umbi, you're floating in the air. What do you want to do? Is the sea whip more than 30 feet away from me? Uh, currently? Nah. Okay, yeah, I'd love to just throw a teleportation bomb and get on the deck of this boat. Do it, bro. Free action, I'm going to be yelling um, obscenities <laughs> at Harold Good. and Syl the entire time. All right, I want an attack. Uh, give me a 12. Uh, 10 plus 5 for 15. Bang, there you go. <laughs> Umbi, you are safely on the sea whip. Nice. Great. You did it. I'm also going to just use my movement to try to get down to the cannons. Totally. I start firing back. Absolutely. You're back at your cannon station. I think we're hopping out of initiative here. I think that we we don't we can just regularly flop back and forth as just and now we are down back in the hold. Cammy and Troy, you step forward into the actual hold of the Trade Winds 3. There are some other bolts of silk just kind of like haphazardly 
thrown around in this hold is actually relatively small. Are they weird? For, no, they're not, they're not weird. Well, they're okay. blue, which makes them weird. Hmm. Uh, they're thrown around just haphazardly in the hold of the ship. But really, there's also there, there's a lot of like boxes that are all kind of piled together in the center of the hold. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of anticlimactic, if I'm being honest. Can I look in the boxes, please? Yeah. What's in the box? Cammy's like, well, sometimes there's things in boxes. Like, sometimes there's things in barrels. Let's oh, look. yeah, word. No, that's good. Oh, did Troy think it was just a box? <laughs> Troy's going to um, uh, ready in action and, like, cock the crossbow just in case something jumps out of the box. Sure. As you open the box, you see that there are blueprints inside. And they are in the beautifully manicured handwriting as mandatory by anyone who does engineering in the hothouse. See, these are hothouse blueprints? These are hothouse blueprints. How many boxes are there? There are a lot of boxes, but it seems like they're all kind of pushed together in the center of this room. They're kind of stacked, these boxes are stacked on top of... Oh yeah, we're gonna just start pulling boxes away, trying to see what's in the middle. Yeah, can I can I like push the boxes apart, see if they're covering something in the middle? And in the center, there is a real traditional looking treasure chest. <gasps> it's well worn. It, it has some barnacles attached to the side of it, which I think are both animals and plants. So I'm just gonna say they're barnacles. Okay. Or they're bugacles, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, bugacles. <laughs> and there's a traditional looking treasure chest inside. Can we open it? You can open it. What's in it? Oh, it's going to be a mimic. It's going to be a mimic. You open it and... Crossbow with the ready. Inside, you hear... As something is rising from the bottom of this treasure chest. It is shiny. It is high-tech. It is sleek. It is new. It is something... You haven't seen something this, like, factory new ever since maybe any of you have been on land before, at an actual real country land before. Mm-hmm. It also seems it's heavy and strange, and it's you don't, you're not sure why it would be here, because, well, I guess it doesn't really make sense for there to be pieces of a foundry here, for there to be something that's technological and something you might associate with a factory here, and it shaped, this piece of metal is shaped, if you were to pour something inside of it to create this form, it's shaped like a big, big key. Okay, Eric. Yeah. I would like to take this thing, this item, this piece okay. of metal out of okay. the box. Okay. It's heavy. It's not outside of like my carrying capacity though, right? No, but it's very it's very heavy. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Cammy's going to look at Troy and gently take his hand while cradling this big metal object. Whoa. And I'm gonna cast a mention door. <gasps> Whoa! <gasps> and we're gonna appear on the middle of the sea whip. Why don't we do that more? <laughs> Because I get really tired after, and it like takes a lot out of me. That's so much easier. Yeah, I can only do it once a day, really. <laughs> I like need a nap now. I desperately need a nap. Cammy, 
Troy, you step through a door of fog, and then, clang, you are on the deck of the Sea Whip. All right, everyone's home. We're getting out of here. Let's go. Okay, we doomed to get Havana, but God, let's get away from that ship. <laughs> the camera pans down to Umbi, and he's just screaming as he shoots cannonballs. Ah! Wow. Shenanigans. 